0: Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas, it is the Even Money Podcast presented by BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts, and if you are looking for a place to make your online wagers, that's where you go, BetOnline.ag, use the promo code PODCAST1 for a 50% sign-up bonus today. He is Steve Fezik, the master of all he oversees out there. In Vegas, at Fezzik Sports, the only two-time winner of the Super Bowl of Professional Gambling, the Super Contest at the Westgate Casino. I know a lot of you are already familiar with it. You, of course, can always hit him up on Twitter, at Fezzik Sports. Uh, That's the key. He's ours, which is great. And I got to tell you, Steve, this might be my favorite podcast now. It really is fun on Sundays during the red zone to watch all the games I have bets on and just be like glued to them. Bengals came through with that late touchdown for me. Saints came through up four units again last week. I am up 20 big units on the season. Loving it. Love it. You told me I'd have a bounce back year after last year, Bri uh, and, and Steve absolutely love it. Now I just want to keep making money for you. I want to keep the money I made for you and make even more. Speaking of keeps, I mentioned this on today's Power Rankings Ross Tucker Football Podcast. I am losing my hair, or at least I was losing my hair, and I noticed this probably seven, eight years ago, early 30s, and maybe four or five years ago, I started doing a a topical medicine on top of my head, taking a pill in the morning because I asked doctors and they said those are the two FDA-approved drugs that you can take to keep the hair that you still have. And it's worked. I really don't think, probably, you've seen me, I really don't think I've lost any more hair since I started doing that. And then I found out about Keeps, who is advertising on the podcast, which is amazing because I no longer have to go to the doctor. I no longer have to get a prescription. I no longer have to go pick up the medicine. I just do it all online. You have an online consultation with a doctor, which is basically filling out some information, taking pictures at the top of your head. And then you take pictures, and then they send you, the doctor says, yep, you can get it. And boom, they ship the medicine right to your house. So awesome. Keeps.com slash evenmoney. If you just go to that URL... Keeps.com slash even money. That's K E E P S dot com slash even money. You get your first month of treatment for free. So you get the medicine for free for a month, which is awesome. Again, keeps, K E E P S dot com slash even money. My biggest piece of advice, whether you use keeps or something else, is don't wait until it's noticeable. Do it before it's noticeable. They do a great job of keeping your hair. It's hard to have it actually grow back. As always, Steve, we will start with looking back at the week that was kind of a crazy week six. For the week, I was up four units. You were down one unit, which puts us for the year. I'm up 20 units. You are up seven units. The best news of all, Steve, our best bet came through. And it was the Thursday night game. The only game that we both agreed on was the Patriots laying the points. And it was kind of wild how that ended up happening, that they ended up winning by 21, but it worked. So that was one unit for both of us. We are now 10 of 13 on our best bets 10 and 3 on the best bets for the season. Carolina and Tampa Bay. I always stay away from the London games. I just feel like weird things happen. You laid the two points with Carolina. Now, do you look at that, Steve, and you won, and you won the two units. Do you look at that and say, man, that was a, uh, that was a great job by me? Or do you say, if Jameis Winston doesn't have 37 turnovers, i probably lose that bet?
1: Well, certainly the six turnovers by Winston helped, but let's face it, Tampa did get 16 points at the end of the game in garbage time, so I think I had the right side, Um, and let's face it, that's what Winston's been doing his entire career, so turnovers I talk about mostly are largely random, but I don't think that's the case for a Tampa Bay team that wound up minus 25, I believe, and turnover differential might have been minus 18 last year, but they had a horrible turnover differential last year. So I don't think it's completely random.
0: So let's get to Seattle and Cleveland. We both leaned Seattle. That would have been the right side. They were laying one and a half and they ended up winning by four. Philadelphia and Minnesota was, I think that might've been the only one I got wrong. It was, I put two units on the Eagles thinking they had a chance to win or at least they'd keep it close. Wow, Steve. 38-20. Kirk Cousins was on fire against an Eagles secondary that's clearly having some issues. I leaned Miami, getting the three and a half points. You leaned Washington. Dolphins could have won the game. They went for two at the end. How do you feel in general, Steve? about teams going for two like in that situation that the Lions were in? I mean, I'm sorry, that the uh, Dolphins were in?
1: I, I think if you're the underdog, you go, You tend to go for two. If you're the favorite, you kick and and go ahead and take your chances in overtime. But this only you can only do it when there's less than 30 seconds to play because if there's a minute to play, then if you miss it, you lose. And if you get it, you don't win because the other team can obviously aggressively try to get a field goal then. So uh, because the Dolphins were the underdog, I think the best evidence I can give that it's the right decision, if you bet the money line on Washington, the second you see Miami going for two, you're cursing and very upset. So that's a, I think that it doesn't prove that it's right for Miami to go for two, but I think that that's pretty darn convincing. Ask your opponent what they want you to do and do the opposite.
0: I, I would agree with that. I think that's a, a really good way to look at it. Cincinnati was against the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens were laying 11 and a half. I put a unit on the Bengals getting the points, and they had the backdoor cover for me late in the game. They got the touchdown. You lean Cincinnati. So that was one more unit for me. Do you ever feel like, Steve, the flaw in what we do here is that the teams aren't really playing to the lines in other words, like if the Ravens were really trying to win by 11 and a half, I think they could have, but they're not.
1: Well, it's built into the number and that's why the larger a point spread is like, if you look at the extreme in college football, um, it's very rare that a 40 point favorite couldn't cover that, you know, 85, 90% of the time if they knew that, Hey, there was incentive for them to do so. Um, it's just part of the handicap.
0: Then you get to uh, Houston and Kansas City. I'm mad at myself for this one. I leaned Houston. Should have taken them, man. They were getting five points. They won by a touchdown. And that was really not, not a fluke. Then you get to the Jags and the Saints. Jags were laying one. I was. I got to tell you, Steve, I was surprised you laid two points with the Jags there. I put two units on the Saints. They literally had the Pope on their side, and they're the only team that's been able to quell Minshew mania. They win the game outright 13-6. to So that was two units up for me, two units down for you. Really the big, the big swing game there with us going head-to-head. What was the logic again? You just weren't buying Teddy Bridgewater, and he really didn't should- play that great.
1: Yeah, I still don't buy Teddy Bridgewater, but the rest of the Saints team is playing very well. Frankly, maybe I got a little too cute. I knew money was going to keep coming in on Jacksonville, and they did go up to three. Um, Just watch the game, by the way, and Minshew was absolutely horrendous in that game. So the magic might be over for Minshew, and Teddy continues just to be a game manager, benefiting from the fact that the Saints defense is playing spectacular.
0: Let's move on. And let's get to the later games. Atlanta and Arizona, we both leaned Arizona. We should have taken them. They won the game outright. They were getting three points. Our leans were pretty good. Then you have Tennessee and Denver. We both just hard passed that one. Broncos won 16 to nothing. The Cowboys and the Jets, we both leaned Cowboys. Good thing we didn't pull the trigger. On that one, they lost the game 24-22. It really is incredible. And I know it's not just him, Steve, but it really is incredible how much of a difference a, a good quarterback makes.
1: Yeah, and I think it's a, a big part of it is just team chemistry. If you have a quarterback you have no faith in that you know can't lead you, I think it's just um, – it has an impact on you, not just in the game, but I think throughout the whole week. Let me ask you, Ross, when you've had that situation – as a player, how are the practices when you see a quarterback that's just not able to get anything done?
0: Um, discouraging. Very discouraging. And I think it takes some of the wind out of your sails. Whereas when you get your guy back like Darnold, I think whether it's conscious or subconscious, there's a, there's a belief. There's, there's an excitement level. So I, I think there's absolutely a psychological advantage there. Then we get to the Niners and the Rams, and the Rams were laying three and a half. I'm a believer in the Niners. I put two units on them, and i got to be honest with you, Steve. I wasn't feeling great about it. Use check was out. Then I find out Mike McGlinchey, their right tackle, was out. So they're missing both tackles. They're missing their fullback, who's a vital part of their offense. They're on the road. Short week, six days. Meanwhile, the Rams had ten days and the Niners beat their ass. I mean, the Rams scored in the first touchdown, and after that, Steve, it was nothing. I mean, I think Goff had like 27 yards passing late in the game. I don't know what he finished with, but wow, was that impressive by the Niners. Two units for me. You put... uh, Initially, you said two units on Gurley over 55 yards, but you had said... That there's no bet if he doesn't play, and he didn't play. So that was a that was a real good couch there, Steve.
1: Yeah, it's pretty much the standard rule, and at every sports book that for you to have action on a prop bet, the player has to have um, playing time. So I got lucky because I thought with ten days off, Gurley would be better, and obviously an injury on top of the injury they already has. And Gurley, you got to wonder, Ross. You you got to wonder in general about the Rams more and more. It's not just the Super Bowl hangover. This looks like a team that absolutely peaked last year is paying Gurley and paying Goff way too much money. It would not surprise me if the wheels don't come off. They, um, you, you outlined what a great situation it was for the Rams, and they just got beat down in the game.
0: Yeah, you know what? They are not. Um, th- those guys, neither one of those guys, seem to be worth the money that they're getting. That makes it tough for a team. You know, if you're paying two guys a lot of money that are not worth it. That makes it tough. Then we get to the Steelers and the Chargers. And I'll say this too, Steve. That Niners-Rams game, it was all red. It was all Niners red in the stands for the Niners and the Rams. Then that night, I watched the Steelers and the Chargers. We both passed the game. That was the most away team fans I think I've ever seen in in, in a stadium. It had to be over 80%, Steve. I've never seen anything like it.
1: Yeah, and you've got to wonder what's going to happen next year when the Chargers move into an 80,000-seat stadium. Um, that is going to be just ridiculous in terms of the disadvantage the poor Chargers have when they have to play 16 road games like they do. Um, just a, like I said, a sea of black in the stadium.
0: So, uh, we passed that one. Then we get to, last night, the Lions and the Packers. The Packers were laying four. I passed the game. You put two units on the Packers. That surprised me a little bit. Packers won the game 23-22. So, you lost two units there, Steve. But that, I mean, last night, Steve, and we're recording this on a Tuesday this week, a day earlier than we normally do, that was an abomination of officiating. And I'm just wondering like how can they let this stand, especially with the proliferation of sports betting? I mean, that was that was awful last night, Steve.
1: Well, what I don't understand is you would think that the NFL would be very clear to the refs that you don't call a penalty unless you're sure. And then you get two um, you know, hands to the face penalties that ultimately, you know, really was the factor in the game to allow Green Bay to even escape with the money line win. And I just can't understand it, Ross, how those flags get thrown in that situation. I can understand omission of flags when there's a penalty, but it's a little bit unclear. But I can't understand—you've um, got to have like type one versus type two errors, and you can't be throwing flags. There's too many flags already. You can't be throwing flags on non-penalties.
0: It's it's really bad. It's as bad as it's ever been, and I I love the refs. I give them the benefit of the doubt. I really do. I think they have a really tough job, but it is without question as bad as it has ever, ever been. So, uh, to, year to date, again, I'm up 20 units. You are up 7. So, we are up a combined 27 units, and we are 10 of 13 on our Best bets. Let's get to week number seven in the NFL. It'll sound a little bit different this week, uh, Steve, for a couple different reasons. Number one, uh, the main reason is because Brian is producing this from Yankee Stadium, where he is producing the Yankees and the Astros at 4 o'clock for ESPN Radio, and there's a bunch of people around him and in the booth. So I'll do the lines. And uh, we'll go from there, and you will we'll answer both of them. And there will be no best bet sounder. If we end up having a best bet, I guess I'll just uh, make some type of best bet sounder. If we end up getting that. Now, uh, by the way, the lines are always courtesy of BetOnline.ag. They are your sports book experts. Just use the promo code Podcast One for a 50% 5-0 welcome bonus. And by the way, when I win the Podcast One Sportsnet.com challenge, I get to put $100 into five of your accounts. So make sure you have a betonline.ag account and you use the promo code PODCAST1. Because after they tell me I've won, I can't believe it's taken this long, but after they tell me I've won, we will then be able to go ahead and put that in your accounts. You'll just have to reply to a tweet and let me know what your account number is. So we'll start Thursday night, Steve. It is the Chiefs at the Denver Broncos. The Chiefs are laying three and a half points at the Broncos. The total is 49.
1: Going to go two units on the Broncos. I think it's clear that even with Tyreek Hill back, the Chiefs are a compromised team right now with Mahomes not at 100% with his ankle injuries. And let's face it, that Kansas City defense has just been scuffling, can't stop anyone, and with a Denver team that's playing better. And frankly, Denver could have won their first two home games, heartbreaking losses to Chicago and Jacksonville. And because of that, if I get three and a half I'm gonna, on a short week, I always favor the, the home team anyways. Two units on Denver.
0: Yep, I'm with you. Uh, I think Denver's defense is playing lights out right now. I think they actually run the ball pretty effectively, and that's what they're going to try to do against Kansas City. The last two teams have been able to run the ball down the Chiefs' throat. Now they're coming in on the road, sucking wind at mile high on a short week. I like two units for Denver getting the three and a half as well. I also like two units on the under, Steve. I, I don't think 49 is pretty high. I don't think it gets there. Uh, Denver's defense is playing too well, and Denver's Denver's offensively challenged. They, they do not score very many points. So I'm putting two units on the under 49, but you and I both having Denver getting a 3.5 is a best bet. All right, moving on. Giants at home laying three points the Arizona Cardinals. The Giants are laying points. Coming off of a bye, recording this Tuesday, don't know Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram, Saquon Barkley status right now for sure. The total is 49.5, Steve.
1: Yeah, and if I don't know the status of my playmakers for the Giants, I just simply can't play this game. I'm going to have to monitor the injury report. If they all come back, I certainly would be on the Giants with 10 days to prepare, but pass for now.
0: I'm with you. I've been burned too often by trying to guess on a Tuesday or Wednesday podcast what's going to happen from a health standpoint. It does feel like the Cardinals are playing a little bit better, so I'm tempted to take them. But I think if if the Giants have all their horses, they could win this by more than that. How about – this is an interesting game. The Indianapolis Colts hosting the Houston Texans. The Colts are laying one point the Texans uh, to the Texans, and the total is 48, Steve.
1: Sure feels like the game Indy wins here. Great spot for Indy off of a bye in Houston off that home run road loss, road win, excuse me, against Kansas City. Um, You got to wonder if they can get up for this game as much after that big upset win. So I'm going to put a unit on Indianapolis minus one.
0: Okay. I like that. I'm trying to think. uh, I don't know, though. Houston hasn't given up a sack in two games in a row. I'm just going to lean Indy. I'm going to pass the game, but I'm going to lean Indy. Houston's on a little bit too much of a roll right now. They got a little confidence going. How about the Buffalo Bills? It's in Buffalo. They are laying 17 points to the Miami Dolphins. The total is 40 points, I believe that uh, the Dolphins are going to go back to Josh Rosen, even though, Steve, if they had played Fitzpatrick the whole game against the Redskins, they win that game.
1: Yeah, clearly Fitzpatrick is the better choice. I've got him a point and a half better than Rosen. I understand why Miami's playing Rosen because they want to determine if he has any future, which seems doubtful. Uh, I'll lean to the Bills.
0: You know what? I'm putting one unit on the under. Under 40. I just don't see the Bills scoring very many points. I don't think the Dolphins do either. It's in Buffalo. I don't know what the weather will be. But this feels like a 20-3 to game to me. You know, I don't know, maybe 24-10. And you're still six points short of 40. In fact, I'm putting two units on the under 40. This is a low-scoring game, man. Two units under 40 for me in that game. Let's keep it moving. We've got the Vikings laying a point in Detroit. What do you think of that one, Steve?
1: Yeah, you know, Minnesota has failed in their first two road division games at Green Bay. Could not get it done. Kirk Cousins turnover in the red zone at the end of the game. And then, of course, the beatdown against Chicago. So I just don't trust the Vikings once they head away from home. It's right where I make the number. Detroit obviously should have beaten Green Bay, and I have them misvalued um, in my power rating. So I bumped up Detroit significantly. And with that bump up, I make this game, pick them, I'll pass.
0: So um, that's interesting. I just don't know how the lions are going to react from Monday night. And, and they could really go one of two different ways. So I'm going to pass this game. I would absolutely though lean Detroit, but I'm going to pass this game. I like what I mean the Vikings have won back to back games double digits and the Lions they could mentally go in the tank after that one last night. I mean that was that was a bad deal. How about the Packers and the Raiders? The Packers were hosting the Raiders. Raiders coming off of a bye. Packers played Monday night. I think the line was six and a half, wasn't it, Steve? Now it's just six?
1: Yeah, look, headline was seven actually on this game, and now it's down to six after Green Bay was not impressive last night. You nailed it. The you know big edge if um, Oakland is properly preparing with time off, and Green Bay um, having to play Monday night. But you got to wonder: is Oakland the type of team that, after upset wins at Indianapolis and then against the Bears in London? Did they spend a week partying, or did they go ahead and keep their focus? I don't know, but I would lean to Oakland.
0: Yeah, I'm not just going to lean to Oakland. I'm putting two units on the Oakland Raiders. I, I like what they're doing right now. They get Gabe Jackson back. I don't think Devontae Adams is going to play. I don't know if Geronimo Allison plays. Uh, the Packers were very fortunate to win that game. I like what I'm seeing from the Raiders up front, both sides of the ball. Two units on the Raiders getting six points right now from Green Bay. Jacksonville's hosting. A, no, I'm sorry. The game's in Cincinnati. Jacksonville's on the road in Cincinnati laying three points. The total 43 and a half. Steve.
1: Don't like anything I saw from Minshew last week. He frankly could have turned it over a few more times in the first quarter. Was fortunate not to do so. Um, but. I don't trust the Bengals at all. The Bengals, a phony cover against Baltimore, a um, a very early in the game lucky score, and then a late backdoor score in the 58 minutes between that. Nothing for the Bengals. I'll pass.
0: I'm going to pass as well. Uh, If I had a lean, it's definitely the Bengals getting the three points, but it feels like they've been better on the road than they have been at home. Uh, They're not a team I want to be betting on. I know they came through for me last week. But three points is not enough. I mean, if they're getting 11 points, a little bit different. The Rams are on the road in Atlanta, and they're laying three points. The Atlanta Falcons, to me, Steve, by far the biggest disappointment this NFL season. They have been horrendous. I mean, they're lucky they even have that one win against the Eagles. Matt Ryan, 30 of 36, 350 yards, four touchdowns, no picks, and they lost, Steve. They lost that game. How can you have a quarterback play that well and lose the game?
1: You have a horrendous defense without your star safety meal, and you can't stop anybody.
0: So what do you got in this game? The Rams are laying three, and the totals 54.
1: I'm going to go ahead and bet Atlanta here. Plus the three, I think it's their last hurrah. I think they will get up for playing the NFC Super Bowl team from last year. And frankly, the Rams are just reeling. And we nailed it. We, I mean, we talked about the situation greatly favoring the Rams, and they were no-show against the 49ers. I think Atlanta can actually win this game. Two units on Atlanta.
0: Kind of with you, man. Uh, I'm nervous about the Falcons' defense against the Rams' offense, but... I mean, Atlanta's offense has been pretty consistent. I think Atlanta's going to put some points up. So, I like the the Falcons as well, getting the three points. To me, this is like a toss-up game at this point, which says a lot, I think, about the Rams. Two units for me. I'm with you on this one, Steve. Two units on the Falcons. That is another best bet. All right, Niners at the Redskins. Niners are still beat up, yet they're laying 10 points on the road in Washington. What do you think of that, Steve?
1: I'll lean to the Redskins. Certainly the spot favors them a little um, bounce to their step after getting an outright win finally. But um, let's face it. The 49ers have been undervalued all year long. The only game they didn't cover was the game. They turned the ball over six times against the Steelers. So, um, I will lean for Washington.
0: So, if this were 10.5, would you take the Redskins? Yes. So, that half point makes that much of a difference?
1: Yeah. So, to to, to use the math, I think that the Redskins are probably a 52% play at plus 10. That's a losing bet after you factor in the vigorous. At plus 10.5, it's like a 54% bet, and that makes the difference.
0: Wow. That's really interesting. Uh, I'm very tempted, Steve, to put a unit on the Redskins. You want to talk me out of it or no? No. (laughs) All right. I'm going to pass. You know what? I got to get to the point where when in doubt, I don't. I got to lean to the Redskins. I got a heavy lean to the Redskins. I'm not putting a unit on it. I'm just – I don't want to show faith in that team. The Titans somehow are still favored in an NFL football game. They're playing at home and they're laying two points – to the Chargers these two teams aren't quite Falcons territory Steve but they're close
1: yeah and the Chargers have played six NFL games Ross and six times six all games throughout the year the Sharps have bet against the Chargers the wise guys in Vegas have identified the Chargers as arguably the most consistently overrated team and a big part of that is the fact that they just keep getting more injured um, lately in the old line Um, As the season progresses, and the wise guys have been rewarded, frankly, the Chargers have um, only covered one opening number. I know week one they covered against Indy against the closing number, but not the opener. And um, because of that, as bad as Tennessee was last week, I could only lean to Tennessee.
0: Yeah, that's probably what I would do too. I mean, as we sit right here, I don't even know who the quarterback is. I don't know why it would be Mariota. Although Tannehill taking a sack on fourth down – At the end of the game, there's nothing that infuriates me more than that, Steve. Nothing. Fourth down. I mean, throw the ball in the end zone, bro. Unbelievable. I'm going to lean to the Titans as well. Seahawks are laying three and a half, and they are hosting the Baltimore Ravens. I think the Seahawks win the game. Um, I'm tempted to take the Seahawks. I just don't like the three and a half number. They're not really in the business of blowing teams out. It would just be a lean to Seattle for me.
1: Yeah, I'll lean to Seattle as well. I make the Game 5 big home field advantage for Seattle. As long as we're airing our grievances here, Ross, you say it infuriates you to see a quarterback get sacked on fourth down. It more infuriates me when he chucks it into the third row out of the end zone, seemingly not having any knowledge of how to play the game of football, something that if we were an intramural team and I did that, Ross Tucker would come up and start screaming at me like I'd never played the game before.
0: Let's get to um, Chicago laying three points to New Orleans. What is this line? What are they trying to do?
1: Well, it's interesting. So let me, um, let's me go back and pull back the curtain here. So Chicago was supposed to win nine games this year. Year-to-date, have we really seen anything from Chicago that makes us think other than them being about a nine-win team, Ross.
0: No, that's what they are.
1: Exactly. So they are what the Bears are, who we thought they were. Overrated from last year, 12-4. By the way, Steve.
0: Oh, sorry. I was going to say, by the way, so are the Browns and so are the Niners. You and I both like the under for the Browns. We like the over for the Niners. Pretty good.
1: Yes. So let's look at New Orleans. Now, I get it. the the record says they're five and one and they're the number one pick to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. But that's because Drew Brees is coming back. I would make the case that the season started today and they put a nine up and you said, Teddy Bridgewater has to start all 16 games. I don't care that that defense is, has been great for the saints. I would make one of my biggest bets under nine wins for the saints. I just don't think it's sustainable. I think the saints have been winning a lot of close games with, subpar play with Bridgewater the only exception was the really good game he played against Tampa Bay the Bears are the better team than the Saints right now and the Bears are in the better spot having just lost and been upset in London and having two weeks to prepare uh, at minus three two units on the Bears
0: wow man that is interesting Uh, and again I don't think we know who the quarterback is yet do we
1: you know, that's a great question. Um, I, I actually assumed it, – it, well, it doesn't matter if Trubisky's coming back or not because Chase Daniel, Trubisky I think is evaluated as being roughly equal right now.
0: Right. I was going to say that says a lot with uh, – that says a lot about the fact that you don't even really care who the quarterback is, um, that you're going that way either way. Wow, Steve, I was going to put units on the Saints and I, I might just be a, a lean to the Saints now after that. I Man, I just really like the way the Saints are playing. I'm putting one unit on the Saints. We're going head-to-head again. Um, I think the Saints are a 50-50 bet to win the game. You're going to give me three points? I'm going to take them. One unit on the New Orleans Saints getting those three points. Thank you very much. Sunday night football is a biggie. It's the Cowboys laying three points, hosting the Eagles, Eagles were very disappointing on Sunday. Their coach has come out very confident, very fired up for this one. I'm taking the Eagles with the three points again. Maybe I'm too close to the situation, but I don't think Amari Cooper is going to play for the Cowboys. I think that's a problem because that's how you take advantage of the Eagles. You have your stud receivers go down the field. They don't have their stud receiver. Give me the Eagles getting the three points, Uh, but I'm only going to do one unit on it because I'm still a little skeptical of the Eagles. So one unit. Of the for the Eagles getting the three points.
1: I had these two teams rated exactly equal right now in my ratings, so with three for home field, I'm gonna pass the game.
0: All right, we got Monday night football. This is an interesting one, Steve. It's the Patriots laying nine and a half against the Jets. The total is forty two and a half. Again, Patriots laying nine and a half against the Jets
1: don't like betting against the Patriots, so whenever I'm about to do so, I tend to lean instead of like because if long-term, if you just did nothing but bet against the Patriots, you're cashing just a little over 40% of your tickets. That's it. You're losing almost 60% blindly betting against the genius Belichick. So just a lean to the Jets who look darn good against Dallas.
0: They did look pretty good. Um, I just don't like to lay that many points. Uh, I'd rather... And the game's Monday night and it's in New York and they've got momentum and they're feeling better and that's a lot of points. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. One unit on the Jets getting the nine and a half. Nine and a half is a lot of points. I know the Jets aren't that great, but their defense is pretty good. I got faith that Darnold can make a play or two. One unit on the Jets getting the nine and a half points. That place will be going berserk. They believe in Sammy D., all right, Steve, hopefully we can keep this thing going, man. Very, very exciting. Uh, and by the way, the exciting football action continues. Daily Fantasy at Yahoo. It's better than ever this year. Yahoo Daily Fantasy recently released a new 300K baller contest with $30,000 going to first place. Only 10 bucks to enter. Check it out. Yahoo Daily Fantasy Football has new contests every week with guaranteed cash prizes, even if you don't score a perfect lineup, you can still walk away from a game with a little cashola. Get started now at yahoo.com slash daily fantasy. That's yahoo.com slash daily fantasy. When you make your first deposit, use promo code POD25 for $25 in free play. That's POD25 promo code. For $25 in free play. Maybe you can use some of the winnings you're getting from our best bet, Steve. And my personal bets that you guys are tracking. Use some of that money over at Yahoo. Other than that, I already told you about the Power Rankings Tuesday on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. We also had an awesome college draft podcast today today. With my guy, Matt Waldman, some excellent college football games this weekend. Also, how about a little change-up? How about shouting out the White Label Group here on the Even Money Podcast? They are at the highest level of a patron you can be at patreon.com slash Media. I love Alex Koblenz, by the way, or Koblenz, I think it's Koblenz. He's getting it going in terms of the gambling conversation on our private Slack channel over there at patreon.com rtmedia. Love it, Alex. Other than that, good luck, everybody. Hope you guys make some money, win some money, whatever.
1: Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast, Business of Sports, and the College Draft, all available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.